0: and I knew I'd forget something, there it is. Welcome to another episode of Den Excelsior. This is the live weekly podcast discussing the latest Marvel happenings across all media, but we've also been known to stray off topic from time to time. If it's super powered, we'll discuss it here. This this episode is being recorded on the evening of Friday, May 7th, 2021. My name is Dennis and with me, I have a different distinguished nerd panel than usual, slightly. Uh, we do have uh, one of our regulars who's going to be here helping me hold down the fort. Uh, it's Frank. Let me add that guy.
1: Yo, yo! Is. All right, with the button mishaps, it feels like Ricky is it's, here.
0: It's the button mishaps, man. He's with uh, us in
1: spirit. You know what it is?
0: Is I got so happy that the intro was running. I was just like, <laughs> "Cool, we started right." And then I I forgot that I had to add myself. Uh, and yeah, that song, and so, that song
1: pumps you up
0: yeah it does it does get me pretty hyped. Um, and so as Frank mentioned, uh Ricky is out on vacation this week. Uh, he's normally the one flipping all the switches and we give him a lot of crap for all the all the mishaps. but hey man, it's a tough job. uh it's clearly it's clearly something that uh hopefully i I, I don't mess up too many more times. but uh we have a special guest uh, to fill in in just to so at least we have at least three people here to be nerdy all the time. otherwise it wouldn't be much of a panel. Uh, we got a good friend of the the show who's been on a few times on this one, and we have spoken. Uh, welcome back, Clark. Recasting there. for Ricky. See, right. there it is.
2: I I'm totally, the Quicksilver of the team. You're hired. <laughs> you're, <laughs> the Quicksilver. you're the Ralph Boner. You're the Ralph yes. Boner. Nice. Perfect.
0: Welcome. Welcome, Ralph Boner. Got to uh, increase so, my resume. Yeah. <laughs> no I, I'm glad we're, we're glad to have you uh whenever whenever we're in a pinch we like to ask Clark to come join us because he can fill he can fill the time with a lot of nerd I can nerd and out with the stuff.
2: best of them yeah. yeah
0: yeah um I know we've talked to you like what about Marvel means to you I think before uh so I, I don't want to rehash that mm-hmm. if, if you don't want to um uh, but what what kind of um Marvel or superhero stuff has been going on for you this week
2: um mm-hmm. It's been really interesting seeing the uh uh the, the different superhero shows. They're kinda of, I know we'll talk a little bit about this later. Uh but Jupiter ascending like just started and watching Invincible Jupiter's Legacy. Jupiter's legacy. Uh yeah. Uh I wish yeah, Jupiter don't want to ascending on no one. no one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Now I remember what that was. Is, is uh, that
1: one movie? That's um, the
2: movie with me yeah, Mila Kunis. Uh, Mila Kunis. Yeah.
1: yeah, Mila Koonis Koonis, Koonis, that's right. and, yeah.
2: and the mm-hmm. half fox. Shannon Tatum or half wolf. Okay. Hey, sorry. (laughs) Spoilers. All right. But no, to get back to the point, what I thought was interesting is that watching these new superhero teams and like we grew up on the super friends and it's kind of funny that today all the superhero teams are trying their absolute hardest to not be the super friends, including the super friends. Like even the justice league is as opposite of being super friends as possible. It's true. I'm not saying we need but i like at one point I would kind of like one team to at least actually work together and be friends. Uh I yeah. think that might be interesting.
0: Yeah. It's, Wouldn't that it's, be a dream? It's it's just that we're in the darkest timeline of superhero stories right now. Yeah. So everybody has decided that they cannot be Marvel, so they just try to be something else which is just Gore and and darkness and 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 grim stories, but yeah, but you know what? We still watch them all because, like, yeah. there's there's still nuggets of of things that we like in them. So,
2: yeah, Invincible we'll, is great. Yeah, oh
0: yeah, try try convincing Frank of that. Sweet, I almost wrote a whole like oh. intro for
2: Frank that he's still not for Frank.
0: Invincible it's yeah, not yeah, for frank yeah. yeah it's not for and, you frank. And,
2: and any any no any any well, time i make a comment to something is good that's not for you frank
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you have to discover it on your own
1: yeah, that's true yeah, true <laughs> it's true i can't well, be told well i i tried to watch it again i tried to uh true to my word uh to travis when he was on i tried to watch episode two and it just looks like uh one of those 1990s flash videos and like i, I was all like no i can't i just can't watch this oh man i know what right you mean now. <laughs>
2: Okay.
0: I think right. uh we have a lot of stuff yeah. to discuss today uh, so I just want to I, I just want to throw an outline out there to get everybody who, who is already tuned into us uh you know an idea of what what they're going what they're in for today. Uh have a fun show planned. Uh, we're excited to revisit the Marvel Classic Spider-Man 3 from 2007. Uh but before we get into that, uh, we've got some news and rumors to discuss and a brief chat on a nerd topic of kind of all of our choosing, or at least mine and Frank's. Um, As a reminder, this is also a chance for you to pick our brains with any marvelous trivia or points of confusion that you may have. Uh, We'll be checking the comments throughout the show. I think Frank's on comment duty today. And for those of you that can't get enough of us, you can visit us at uh, patreon.com slash denxmedia immediately after this broadcast ends for our live post show, The Soapbox. Where we wind down and talk about stuff we didn't get to on the first uh, one and a half hours. Okay, cool. With that out of the way, I can either go straight to the news, or we can see we can check in
1: with Frank to see what he's got going on this week.
0: Frank, you got anything? Anything cool going on?
1: Whatever's clever. Um, what what do I got going on? What have I been playing? That's uh, that's that's nerdy. i I've, I've just been playing God of War pretty much. I think God of War 2. So I, I don't really have anything. My life has been in like a kind of an ice age while I'm getting Kratos to to get his revenge on Zeus for destroying Sparta. Uh, yeah. I'm really unclear about what the revenge is, is for to be honest.
0: I quit playing Avengers about 2 weeks ago.
1: Ooh. I haven't seen you on either. I have not seen you Ooh. on.
0: It upset me. It 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 had a they had an event that uh promised more exotic gear
2: mm. i
0: did the event i was excited i got like one piece of gear for every character i think you were there frank when i did that yeah And yeah. then and then the next day i decided to go do the regular weekly thing i do to earn more gear and it was bugged it was so bugged that they removed it for the week um the the mega hive and then a week later because the event was 10, 12 days long, I think, or something like that. Hmm. The second week, they left the Mega Hive still removed from the game. So, like, it was, it's the bare minimum. It's like the only reason I ever play the game, and they can't even keep that thing running, and I was just like, you know what? That's it. I'm done. I'm just done. and you know, like, it, It'll take a really, really big effort for them to get me to come back. So, oh well.
2: Uh, Alright. You know. it's it's a a horrible example of a game eaten alive by bugs yeah it is just (laughs) it's super buggy it's Mm -hmm.
1: not it's not on the the cd project red uh cyberpunk level of bugs but it is pretty darn buggy um it is it's like a death by a thousand cuts i think i would say yeah
0: it it really is, but that 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 thousandth cut was a big one for me because that was like, a, that, that was it was cut. it was the only the only reason I played the game was for that
2: level. So that, Remember, that was the gor-
1: the goro cut yeah. where your guts are falling out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. Remember when you put a cartridge in and it worked? Yeah. <laughs> Unless, well, sometimes
0: you had to blow on
2: it
1: though. <laughs> yes. Are, are you talking when I play my Switch and I put a cartridge mm-hmm.
2: in? <laughs> you know, just just this this world of uh, uh, the internet is great to have patches, but you yeah. know, now that they don't have to finish games to release them.
1: Yeah. Well, I would yeah. also argue uh, Fester's quest that game. I could not finish oh. that. I don't think you can finish that. I don't think a human being is meant to finish Fester's nope. quest. No, nope. yeah. nope. that thing is hard. <laughs> that one and Ninja Turtles, the first one. I,
0: I think uh, this nostalgia uh, <laughs> ta- tangent has definitely taken us in. We got to watch
1: out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well,
0: and Frank's gone and we lost him and he is gone. Okay. Well, that's gonna be super awkward. Um Frank. <laughs> I'm, out. Frank I'm out. did you do did you get did you get upset?
1: No, what happened is I tried to click over to private chat and I guess when you put sign up for free on I, I clicked that on accident. <laughs> it took me out of it. Like, you want to sign
0: <laughs> in? I'm all like, no, no, I'm already in, buddy. All right. Well, Frank, I'm about to run the the news. So could you do me a favor and share that thing again so we're ready to go? Yeah, yeah. But we're we're pulling the curtain back, guys. Oh no, pay no attention right. to the man behind the curtain. Let's do the news, guys.
1: You know, when Ricky watches this, he's gonna feel so damn vindicated.
0: Uh well, I mean that went smooth though. Look, it's the news is there.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's our. Are uh, you better than Ricky? <laughs> yeah.
0: Here, here's the here's the news, guys. Uh, the first big news I think we have for the week. Uh, well, I think it was just the biggest one for Marvel was um, they kind of did like a in in lieu of what would be Comic Con hype event, they released a new trailer this week that was just a giant celebration of all of their movies of the past and. And also a celebration of cinema in general, and then a look forward at everything that they're going to do.
1: It was um, beautiful.
0: It was really cool. Uh, I had some, I had some weird feelings about it. But Frank, you could take us through that uh, through them all. Like so, you know, it kind of started with a we Let's go to escape. Oh my god, Frank, you did it. you did the thing that we said <laughs> don't do. Um, uh, yeah, no, it, it kind of, it was showing you little things in there and then say, Frank, um, yeah. Do you, you want to read it? You can just use the left and right buttons. You don't have to have the mouse.
1: I, I can't get rid of the mouse. It won't go away.
2: <laughs> we <laughs> don't see it right now. So it's, it's gone. gone. All right.
1: No, gone. Nobody you move. Nobody move.
0: Right. move. But yes, right. basically they were just showing us like this messaging, like interspersed with between like lots of clips of, you know, famous clips of the show. We go and they were saying, to escape. Thank you. To
1: get there lost in a story. <laughs> to, <laughs> to feel, feel connected. 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 To share, to share moments. moments. We will, will remember, remember, remember forever. forever.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then they dump <laughs> the, the moment
2: that Captain bang, America has uh, gets bang, you know, bang, the on your left bang. message.
0: And and
2: hey, it But with the audience reaction, which yeah, with I the audience I, reaction. I love watching those. Uh,
0: uh, and, and it's cool. But, like, the thing that also weirded me out about this, as much as I loved all of that, it's really cool. I've read the stories about, like, how Chris Evans actually saw Endgame the first time in theaters because he wanted to see them react to that and stuff. That's um, him right there. The, yeah, it is him. Um, it's him no, in front
1: of the screen, just like... Maybe, possibly.
0: But the thing that weirded me out about this whole video uh, for the first part of it was they were also over... Uh, like over the, the audio was playing... Um, a speech of stan lee like mm-hmm. explaining the magic of of going to the movies and things like that the problem i had with it is one i kind of don't want to hear marvel in marketing using stan more now that he's gone it just it's weird uh, two i recognize parts of the speech as being from a different speech about representation and diversity and things and so I'm pretty sure they cut different things that San has said over the years to make this speech. And that's what made it really weird for me when he was saying that guy over there, that's your brother, that girl over there, that's your sister. That's from a totally other speech that he's made mm-hmm. about, about uh, the problems with bigotry and like why it's stupid and, you know, all different
2: soapbox. And,
0: yeah, it was a different soapbox. And so I was a little uncomfortable to know that they've got some people in an editing room uh, cutting and pasting different things to, <laughs> to fulfill oh, their man. agenda, which is to convince us that w- once this pandemic's you know in the clear, we need to get our butts back in seats to pay for their movies and stuff. I get that there's a business need for that. It's just – I don't know. That was, how, that how was did, part I, of
1: the speech, though. That's how the speech ended. He's all, and get your butts in the seats, true believers. I mean,
0: how did you guys feel about that? Like, uh, the rest of the trailer aside, how did you feel about the Stan Lee part?
1: Uh, it, it was definitely a deliberate and calculated move to like tug on your heartstrings using just using Stan in general. Because I, mm-hmm. I remember getting pretty worked up uh, when he died, and you're like, "Just fucking calm down!" Like you told me, like you said that. And I uh, I, yeah.
2: I agree with you that it, it's going to be more awkward. Like, I think it'll be more awkward as time passes. Like to me it's It hasn't been that long, and so it didn't shock me like to hear his voice but uh i I do agree that yeah, franken speeching stan it should not be a, a regular thing going forward.
0: He's been gone for about two years now, right?
2: yeah, yeah. but I mean the, one of those two years was the lost year. <laughs> we're still in the lost years. <laughs> yes, so we're not. You know, we're not
1: out of the lost years. Exactly. We got to find the wheel to move the island of yeah. um, America. Well, Frank, so uh, well. In any in any case, like
0: whether you, you didn't like that part or not, like leading up to the end game thing. After that, they did start showing us stuff that was pretty cool because it started looking forward. Frank, you can you can you want to go over that with us? Let's
1: go. Oh God.
0: Oh man. He's Frank. Frank in charge of- this was a bad move. So they started dropping uh, release dates for every single movie that they have coming out for the next, what,
1: three, two or three
2: years? Two years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Up, to, yeah. up to 2023. Mm. It yeah, reminded yeah, yeah. me
1: that I have to start eating right and go into the getting some regular exercise so I can prolong my, my miserable life so I can enjoy these yeah. movies a little bit.
0: So we got Black Widow on July 9th, which we already knew. That'll be in theaters and on uh, Disney Plus premiere at the same time. Uh, and then the next one we got, which we just Sean got a trailer Chi. for two weeks ago, I think, was shang Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings, September 3rd,
1: 2003.
0: Very excited. Yes. You know, then, it's going
1: to be a busy then, year. And then it got weird. A, because, and then, because then we got super Salma, excited.
0: Salma Hayek on a horse. Yes. And we're like, whoa. And they well, just like, started showing us scene or shot after shot from the Eternals, which yep. is actually. Never received a trailer, nope. uh the nope. First, uh,
1: first footage. So this, this is, is uh, technically
0: the first trailer of the eternals.
1: This one's from Wild Wild West. Actually,
2: oh, uh, is that what? Uh, that is. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. No, she Sparks. has way too many clothes on.
1: <laughs> she, she was a little sparsely dressed in that one. The next one's Will Smith, and there he is. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, it's just more Eternals on the beach, and then and then it's got a lot of them, and then I think they continue the taglines at some point, you know.
1: There he is, there. Sebastian Stan's twin brother
0: from Earth, from it's Earth Rob, two. It's, it's Rob Stark, isn't it?
1: Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. King of the it's North. Rob Stark. It's good to the see King him working. It's not good seeing Emily Clark. No, I'm just kidding. Amelia em- Clark. Amelia Clark. Um, she's and then Chucky the- back there. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Um, I like the um, I'm I'm satisfied with the Chucky reboot, so that'll be pretty cool. And then Fake Wong back there also. Fake Wong, Oh, <sighs> oh man. man, that's wrong. Man, that's miss. wrong, actually. Yeah, that is. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that works on so many levels. Keep, keep going, Frank. Oh, no, man. On. Angelina Jolie. Is she Angelina uh, with,
0: Jolie with some fancy light sword. Yep, she's got and Peter on.
1: Pan's sword. She took it yep. from Rufio in combat. Eternals, November fifth. Yeah.
0: November 5th, 2021.
1: 2021.
0: Remember, remember.
1: The, <laughs> the 5th of November. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then uh they had some more some more uh shots of them, I think, with Buff Kum- Kumail-, Kumail in there. Um that's cool. and then they started dropping more dates on us after that. Boom well, right? bam! It, what the future brings. There it is. No, that's that's still eternals. Still that's eternals. Still, that's that's, eternals. G- that's-, that's That's Gemma Chan.
1: There's Gemma Chan again. And Wong (sighs) will be worth the wait. Spider-Man. Spider-Man
0: December 17th. That is four movies. Four movies this year. Four movies this year. Man, that is so nice. I
1: don't know if Black Widow's actually counting. Does that does that count? I mean, that should have come out last (laughs) year. Why does that
0: not count? Uh, three of those movies should have
1: come out come out last year. Yeah oh all three of them should have all three of
2: them were supposed to come out last year then they all don't
1: count screw it last year
2: (laughs) and this one's a sony movie so
1: i want pictures of spider-man
0: still mcu keep going frank
1: let's go multiverse of madness dr strange
0: march 25th 2022
1: yep there's i see mephisto the outline probably
0: thor Thor, love Love and and thunder. thunder Oh, yeah. May six, two thousand My God, these are those are like two
1: months apart, dude. I know, I know. I, I'll barely have recovered from Doctor Strange and all the Mephisto goodness, and the COVID, and, and then hey. I'll have I'll, I'll have Mephisto again in Love and Thunder, and then Mephisto again in the Marvels.
0: The Marvels, the renaming of the Captain Marvel movie is November eleventh, two thousand twenty-two, starring remember.
1: Zachary Levi.
0: Remember, remember, November eleventh.
1: Nope, no.
2: Marvels is their new name for mutants. They're going to sneak it in. No, you think
1: so? You think (laughs) that's that's what they're going to? No,
2: I I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't have a no. They're not. They 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 have the symbol for Captain
1: in the in the A,
0: yeah, and the S for and 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 Monica's in the movie too. So there's three. There's three Marvels in it at least, right?
1: And also, Major Goodner, Major Goodner, Major Goodner. It'll follow Major Goodner and and her her car. She's going to make a car for Mephisto yes. to drive around in.
0: Oh, man. I'm at the mercy of Frank with these buttons right now. Ant-Man uh,
1: and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, February Quantumania. 17th, 2023. February 17th, 2023. I got to do my sit-ups. That one's going to have Kang. Yep. Mm-hmm. Candy, Candy Kang. One. Candy
2: yep. Kang. Kang, who, when he takes off his mask, is Mephisto.
1: Oh, no. ho, ho, deep cut. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, May, May 5th, 5th, 2023.
2: When Man. James Gunn comes back to Marvel. James that is, Gunn.
0: That is intense. These, getting, there, are, there are a lot. These are a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. And then Captain America 4 right there. <laughs> <sighs> I, I Here, think there's a different 4. Light, light, light of Day. There's, there's Captain America 4. There's, there's the shield. The shield. Yeah. There's the
0: shield. Yep. I'm pretty sure that's a very Fantastic Four, right there. Um,
1: um, it, it's a very Fantastic Four in front of a shield.
0: Yeah, um, crossover. They're, they're doing it. You know, I read a fun like Clark. I think you shared a fun article about yeah. like Kevin Feige is going to uh, tempt fate and 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 do it one last time and see if he can he can prove that like, he is
2: an I all will powerful make God. A good Fantastic Four movie. Was that was Disney? that a real
1: article or no? It was oh, like okay, okay. it was, it was uh, like the, from the Spencer. Onion,
2: but it's pretty funny.
1: Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Okay, I thought it was. Yeah. I thought I, I kind of thought it was real. I thought, he, but I thought he was being like. I thought he was like playing around no, or whatever. I put
2: I put satire up there, real for Yeah, so that you knew. But it was pretty funny. it's like, "All, all right. right, if any, hey, if anybody can do it, I, I like the challenge. I yeah, like but, the challenge.
0: I mean, it was exciting. I, I was yeah. really happy to see all of these things. I mean, obviously, you know, I think there's a little bit more on the slides, but I don't think there's any more movies to show. You know, see you uh, at the movies. Yeah, there it was. See you at the movies. Are and I know heroes. And I know that uh, I know that they were going to. They're still working on Blade. I read this week actually that Blade. They're still scripting it, and they're going to start. Uh, they're going to start production on Blade next September, mm-hmm. um, because they're still trying to. They're still trying to get all their ducks in a row for that one. They don't have a director yet for it. Oh, uh, yeah. And so the the writer is still is still working on that one. The internet
1: really wanted UV bombs in this one. So (laughs) they got to work
0: double time. And then, yeah, I don't know if this, if this was interesting to anybody. I know uh, Ricky had talked about it before, but um, there is the, the, uh, the arena of heroes, ESPN, Marvel crossover took place earlier this week. Um, I didn't watch it. I'm not a basketball fan, but it was a crossover where they, they did like Marvel overlays and they had like a Marvel style game that, uh, that, like a meta game that took place over the Warriors Pelicans game. Um, And you can go through those slides really quick, Frank, just to show like, yeah, you know, they had, they had a whole like CG, like UI thing going on here, like to show you, but apparently the, the superheroes were like drafting players and it, you know, and then they had like a whole scoring system for those players and stuff. So it was each, each team, they picked three players to, to, represent their superhero teams and i don't know what they do with this afterwards but yeah you can feel free to click on more so
1: it looks like Mag- magneto uh played on the warriors because he moved the bridge on uh x3 right I and guess. then that's that's falcon on the right so that's perfect that that's very topical yeah. there's that's falcon a, that's not falcon oh it's captain marvel is that captain marvel, marvel? that is captain, yes. marvel. That's captain
0: marvel uh drafting uh steph curry yeah I don't,
1: I don't know who Jack Kirby is. Jack Kirby. We can go through this fast then if you want. Frankly. Wait, wait. So Draymond is the thing? Is the thing arm? He has thing arms. I don't know. They made they, they made icy
0: covers for all of these all of these players. I think it's it's cute. I I hope it wasn't a lot of work to do all this stuff, but or I hope it, at least it paid off and they got more. They got more people on board. Well, at least people.
2: they didn't hire Rob Liefeld for the art.
0: <laughs> That's fair. That guy has one visible foot in the picture.
1: Yeah. So maybe <laughs> Liefeld finished uh the picture. Mm-hmm. He, they're all like, yeah. hey, draw this draw this right foot. And he's all like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> he's coming out of a portal. Wiggins but is coming if, out of a portal. If,
0: if anybody in the comments, even if you're not watching us live, if you happen to see this and you you enjoyed it, please feel free to like write in on the on the comments later just so that we can check in and see how this. Played out because as people that don't watch basketball, this wasn't something that it really I was prepared to even try to to engage in. But it is
1: cool to see them trying. You know, that's a lot of CG on his neck. I don't I don't like that (laughs) at all. Oh, what's that now? It's Black Widow. What Black Widow is that from? I don't know. That's just I'm interested in this. Yes, now, that's cool. That,
2: now, that looks
0: awesome. Now Frank's gonna go watch basketball. Yes, yeah, I gotta watch. There's, there's
2: nothing stealthier than lit, lit <laughs> up white lines on your outline. <laughs>
1: oh. Hey, what's that? What's that I see in that dark hallway? Is that is that Luke Skywalker? They'll think oh, it's Luke Skywalker. They're it's like, oh, it's yeah.
2: Tron cosplay. Oh, yeah,
1: Hydra grow goose. Nice. Oh man, Kid Flash and uh, the team up that everyone wanted. Kid Flash and Iron Man. Perfect.
0: And then there was the point system that each team had. And and I, I don't I, I didn't bother to look up how this played out. Uh I don't know who won. Um, but I think we all won, right? Because yes. we got more crossovers.
1: Yes, we're all winners. The California yeah. Magnetos versus the I don't know, the Kansas City Yeah Captain Falcons.
0: And then next in news, uh it was a little leak uh photo of. Uh, Miss Marvel on the set of her Disney Plus show. Um, I only have the one photo, but I think it. I think it looks pretty damn like accurate, it. man. Mm-hmm.
1: It's, it's good. It doesn't. My only gripe is that she doesn't look like she made it, but it still looks looks pretty damn cool. I love the no, covers.
2: That's, that's fair. That's fair. That looks like the the official one that she gets like after she gets like accepted or gets some sort of sponsor. Like yeah. she probably makes a. Just like how Spider Man has the sweatshirt, sw- mm-hmm. sweatsuit version first, and then he gets the real one. This is the second. You, this yes. The real one? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know I, why I, they I, gave Miss Marvel a beret and a big red coat in this one, but and I don't know why you didn't center the picture more. But I mean, I still like it. I like the <laughs> outfit. I think I it's good. see what you did
0: there, Frank. Yes. We're going to move on now. No. Uh, beow, beow, beow. And then, uh, not to be outdone, Loki also got a new uh, trailer this week it wasn't really a trailer so much as it was just Tom Hiddleston showing up to talk about like all the other trailers always have like some crazy sense of importance and, and they want to mix things up. And so they basically just recorded Tom Hiddleston talking so that he could announce Mm -hmm. uh, a new schedule update to the show. That
2: trailer cost $14 million. (laughs)
0: There he is. Yes. But the Loki show uh, will be breaking the mold for Disney plus Plus. And will not be airing on Fridays as originally intended. Uh, It's now going to be releasing on Wednesdays starting June 9th. So that does mean that everybody who likes to tune in to us to uh, see our thoughts. That you have two full days to actually go and watch the show before we go and spoil the crap out of everything.
1: Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, Tom Hiddleston was born the same year as me. That's crazy. He needs a better um, like skin regimen, I think. I look a little younger. Does mm-hmm. he
0: need a better skin regimen?
1: Uh, okay. I might need a better skin regimen. <laughs> yeah. It's it's an
2: interesting move. Like I wonder if they they realize okay, people who are going to watch it are just going to watch it. So let's not worry about regular TV, but probably also just to if we're going back to the theaters, they don't want to uh mm-hmm. conflict mm-hmm. with their own movies when they start coming out.
1: That's a. I never even thought of that. That's a, that's a good really point. Good. That's a it's good a point. good point. Yeah. But also, so they could dominate more days. Also. Yeah. Because uh, uh when do their Disney shows release on Fridays still or Thursdays? Yeah, Friday. Uh, well, Friday at midnight. Yeah, so is- they don't want to. They don't want toe step on themselves too, right? Yeah. What do you, What do you mean their Disney shows? L- uh, I'm sorry. They're uh, Star Wars. They're Star Wars Disney. Disney plus. Oh yeah, that's TV right. Shows. The, bad, yeah. the bad batch came out today. I bad batch came much. out. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's true. I mean, there is no reason like, uh, I'm going to be honest. I love Disney plus, but like, I love it on Fridays. That's pretty much <laughs> it because like, there's no reason for me to come and watch it any other day of the week uh, because they drop everything on Friday. So this will at least get engagement up uh, more than one day a week. You know what I mean? So it's a good move. I get I get it from like that perspective of like you want to have your customer come back more frequently. Uh, start taking your premium content and spread it out over the course of the seven days, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. He's I, a I'm smart here.
1: little mouse. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Do you know how many times we can watch it before our show? Man, we can watch it like 18 times now. <laughs> Only on Disney+. Plus. Only on Disney+. Plus. I left that in there just so that people would... What? You didn't
1: see this coming.
0: And you didn't see this coming, yeah. And in toy news, we have a new uh, Marvel Legends MCU Quicksilver announced this week and sold out really quickly um, after he was announced, at least on Hasbro Plus, which is the first place that I went to to get him. Uh, But he's up on other uh, online retail stores. Um, But yeah, it's kind of this whole, like, kind of makeup thing that they're doing this year they're doing like an infinity saga wave which is just a blanket statement for any movie that came out over the last 12 years if it never if we never gave you a figure for it we're gonna give you a figure and so it's kind of weird but like after six years of age of ultron being out of theaters uh we finally get a toy of, of there we go. Of, of quicksilver yeah
1: right there Rough boner yeah. i'll lay him good. right
0: down on the ground with all the blood and stuff it'll be great
1: yep that'd be cool
0: um it is a bummer that he doesn't come with like an alternate head so that he can have Evan Peters.
1: Why is uh, he running like that though with his two finger? Is that how he ran in the in the movies? Man, I have no idea. It's aerodynamic. <laughs> You're making it weird.
0: <laughs> beow, yeah,
2: beow, beow, beow.
0: The, but yeah he sure. comes with
1: little Ultron
0: parts too and stuff. So that's cool. Rika so can,
1: can replace his arm, make a make a Kano. <laughs> yes, he can make a Kano. Make a Jax. Yeah. He can make a six
2: million dollar man.
1: And then I figured. The
0: I figured for anybody who's turning, tuning in because like they like getting uh toy news or I mean a uh, Marvel news from us. Uh, I decided to just compile like the week, the week in um, Marvel comics released. Uh, I think the comics come out on Wednesdays still pretty much right. Yep. Um, so here's a list. I mean, Frank, you can point out any ones of interest, but here's a list of all the yep. new comics that came out for this week for Marvel. Um, any, any specific ones that you're interested in Frank
1: uh always get amazing spider-man that's that's pretty much what i pared it down to um i am interested in the america chavez one um because i I do like the character uh everything else i kind of skip i I got out of hulk but uh i'm hearing that it's getting pretty good i don't know what's happening but i know i know it's getting good whatever whatever's happening in that nice and uh curse of the man thing i was interested in also um all these stuff though i I can kind of wait for it to show up on marvel unlimited uh, well, wait,
0: good thing time. I have that one on here, too.
1: Yep. Uh, beer, beer, beer. Oh,
0: keep, keep going, Frank. And new then uh, this, these are all the new trades that came out this week. If if there was any like hardcover trade paperback you're interested in.
1: None of these. That's a hard pass on all of them. I will mm-hmm. wait for them to show up. What about Clark?
2: Oh, uh, Nope. Like none of those uh, like Venom I already have.
1: You don't want uh, the Venomnibus? omnibus
2: vaguely covered no no
1: i only no, i i like it just because of the, i have
2: the omnibus of the amazing spider-man of mcfarland's run that with uh, michelin that includes venom so i'm good
1: the spot the mcfarland run oh oh from uh the three three hundred on or whatever yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's a good one okay
2: so if that's just a redoing like venom by michelin uh and mcfarland gallery edition i assume that's just a better version of those comics uh but yeah i'll go buy it to confirm
1: yeah i was gonna say three I, I just i'm making a 360 on that good good sales tactic there clark being playing aloof <laughs> yeah. playing aloof just so i can get it he just got he just got venmoed by marvel right now yep and Ka-ching.
0: then for for those of us who are into reading digitally Here's all the stuff that came out this week on Marvel Unlimited. There's your Amazing Spider Man, but yep. you're a few issues back. It's number 58.
1: Um, Werewolf by Night, man. I'm super interested in reading that. Uh, I want to start from the beginning, though. I'm going to go back and then That's check the it out. one
0: being written by uh, by Taboo, right? Yep. Yep. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Black Eyed Peas. Cool. And then we do have some other non Marvel news. Uh, Jupiter's legacy hit Netflix today at the full the full first season. It's they call it volume one. Um, I yep. think that's. I'm gonna be honest. It's a little ambitious of them to call it volume one because I don't know if they're gonna be a volume two. Uh, I right. checked out. I checked out a couple episodes today based on a recommendation from a friend, Travis. Uh, I did not like this show at all.
2: I saw the
0: first Uh, one. I didn't like it at all. And it's mostly because the best actors they have going in this, in the show are Josh Duhamel and Leslie Bibb. And that is not a strong selling point, especially when you make the actors play hundred year old characters. So they just don't have that gravitas, you know, I mean, Josh's cl- uh, claim to fame is what the Transformers movies and marrying Fergie, like. <laughs> <laughs> and Leslie Bibb was the reporter that Iron Man hooked up with at the beginning of the movie in the first one. Yep. I don't know what else they've done, but this is based on Mark Miller, uh, a Mark Miller uh, graphic novel. I used to like Mark Miller like a lot. I used to really be into
1: his stuff. Um, I don't know. Have you guys read this one? Have not. No, Nope. Uh, I've seen the Santa Claus though, from where this comes from, and uh, it was all right. You know, Tim Allen was pretty good in the Santa Claus, and I think this is a worthy sequel.
0: <laughs> oh
2: man, yeah,
1: the more
0: action version. Uh, yes, yeah, so well, more action. A, as
2: I said, I uh, you know I saw the first one, and you know it's just it still has that same feel uh, as the Boys and Invincible and that stuff, like where they're trying trying to be as non-super friendly as possible. Well what's interesting, I mean it has some interesting moments of the time because like when they're when they were mortals is right when the stock market crashes in 1929. So they have a lot of flashbacks to them then and, and forward. But,
0: Which is just a fun time for
2: superhero stories, yeah.
0: Right? The 1920s, <laughs> yeah. good old 1920s, like, yeah,
1: like no, nothing, has
2: I, I don't yeah. know, you know, as I said, I only saw the first episode, so I don't know the significance completely of that. But they flashback every episode. Oh, that's a I don't like cool that many flashbacks.
1: <laughs> cool, we could see um, them on the island and their lives before yeah, they landed on the island. Perfect,
0: there is an island. There is an island, also. So, mm-hmm. I don't cool. know that you were you were probably joking, but there actually is. I, an and they get their powers go.
1: from a plug, yes. <laughs>
0: no, they get powers from an island.
1: They get I, powers sure. from a polar bear. Yes. Um, what? Mm, smoke what what's, what's the what's the premise of the show? That's one thing. The, that... the premise of
0: the show is basically there's a bunch of superheroes that are ba- are like a uh, you know fake Justice League uh, who are all in charge of. Uh, you know, protecting the world. But at the same time, they've chose to go by that, this archaic uh, code that used to work back in the the good old days, which is you just lock them up. You take the bad guys and you put them in jail. And that's what you do. You don't interfere with world affairs. You don't do anything of significant uh, influence on the humans that you look after. I mean, they're humans too. And But what's happened is, for some reason, even though there's not any real triggering, inciting moment in the show, they're kind of sitting around and talking and saying, like, you know what? The world kind of sucks now. And I'm wondering if it's because of our code. And, you know, so they start questioning the code. And some of them are are, are testing the waters to see if m- maybe this new world that we live in now that has, you know, mass shootings every day and and Uh, you know corrupt corporations and all the uh, you know all the the crap that we're exposed to all the the time on the news all the news Uh, what if what if you know they decided to take a little bit more control that's the that's the that's the hypothesis posed at the at the end of the first episode right and so I don't know how much they're gonna fulfill that that tease but I honestly feel like everything about it is pretty shallow. Like, I think the problem I have with the show is that I, I didn't connect with a single one of those characters. Like none of not, them were not charming. Santa
1: Claus, yoked out Santa Claus. N- none
0: of them are charming. Not I, honestly, Minnelli? I barely remember any of their names. Uh, and there's some like random ones they introduce that just die instantly uh, in a very, in a way similar to invincible, but at least in invincible, You got to like see them do cool things before they die. But in this show, they just have, they show up and they just die. And you're like, I don't even know. Am I supposed to care about that? Like, I don't, did did you feel any connection to any of the characters, Clark?
2: No. And like, you can see, you can see where they're trying to with the father and son dynamic. And then the daughter that doesn't want to have anything to do with them. But it's so cliche again as i said there, there's nothing about this show that felt new there's something about it like it felt new back probably when mark miller wrote it yeah you know yeah
0: and i feel like that's the like problem 20 years of a lot ago. Of mark, mark miller's stories right yeah is, they are pretty dated they are very dated yeah um and which so, is why marvel yeah. does a lot of updating to his stories whenever they're in charge of them. right is marvel in charge of this one no, no, this is this oh. is this is actually a deal between uh Miller's own company and Netflix. They bought they bought the rights to all of his comics from here on out.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah. Just so, just to
0: farm him. They wanted to have their own, you know, bo- yeah. the boys and stuff like that, and invincible and, and Disney Plus caliber stuff. But like that's the other thing, man. The special effects are ghetto at times. Mm-mm. They are a little ghetto. Like CW uh, arrow or yep. That is exactly <laughs> oh, man,
1: they get CW-ish pretty quick. I,
2: it's I'd rather rewatch Sky High. When,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um what code do they adopt? Is it the up, up, down, down, left, right? Yes, yes. Oh, it's good. the Konami code. The Konami right, code that says no bad
0: guys get murdered ever.
1: That gives them 30 lives though, so that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, but, who, uh, who are the characters that we're seeing? Santa Claus, Liza Minnelli, fake Sebastian Stan. You're seeing the utopian Lady Liberty, uh,
0: Paragon, and Liza and Minnelli. The, and the daughter that I don't think is has not a superhero. Yeah, she, she, she doesn't. She chose, she chose to be a model.
1: Yeah. Is, is that the Lord Humongous wearing? Uh, she got that harness like Lord Humongous from. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay, Cool. Yeah.
0: Uh, but I don't remember her name. I've watched two episodes. I don't remember. Eliza. Like
2: L- 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 was, that wasn't Eliza. That was close to that. It's it's weird, man. Yeah.
0: It's it. You, you told me earlier that you, 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 you kind of see Mark Miller as like quite the edge Lord nowadays. Frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. He, There's he a lot of sho- writes edgy stuff for the sake of being edgy. Yeah. There's a lot of shock value, but it, it like the only problem is like, it's not shocking because I already finished watching Invincible, yeah. You know, yeah. and I've read a lot of other comics between now and 2005. Sure, we've I, seen Wanted. We've yeah, exactly. we've read Kick Ass. We've read Wanted, even you know. Yeah, I mean? we've read
1: Wanted. Yeah, even yeah. better. Yeah, it's a lot better.
0: But yeah, uh, I'm excited to see what else they could do. But I hope that they're better at modernizing, like because that's. That's that's I think the appeal of the boys, right, is the, the boys is like taking the comic and said and looked at the world that we live in now and said, how do we adapt these things to be more relevant to now? You I know, will whatever. say this.
2: If you want to watch a superhero movie about the family dynamic or a superhero show, watch yeah. Superman and Lois. That's yeah. now also on. Uh, Streaming on HBO Max
1: On HBO Max now, yeah Yeah. Uh, I was excited about that actually and Because that,
2: it's so good And that's how to do it How to do a family dynamic Where there's issues But they go through it And where you care about the characters Not just because of Superman But because it's so well written And so well acted So it's like I I, I just remembered that Yeah, I wanted to plug that Sorry, Jupiter's legacy, but yeah, you're trying to do the family thing, but you you just didn't pull it off. Uh,
0: I like the segue though, because you mentioned Superman and our last piece of news <laughs> that is not from Marvel, but it is from uh, the distinguished competition. Uh, I just kind of found this one funny. Uh, I don't know how much you guys want to talk about it or not, but like, um, I I found it hilarious that you know a few months ago they Warner Brothers announced that. They've got JJ Abrams attached to a new Superman movie oh, and, thank they goodness. Wanna, and they yes. want to make this Superman black. I don't know that that necessarily means that they want to make Kal-El black or if they want to do Calvin Harris slash Val Zod, which was an alternate Earth Superman that's black. Uh, I don't know the details because these are all rumors, but I do know that they got a lot of backlash for that. I mean, ta Coates Coates is, is going to be writing the movie, so that's good. Uh, but, uh, they got a lot of flack a few months ago because it, it came off as very tone deaf at the idea that, that JJ J. Abrams might be helming the movie too. Uh, and nobody really wants to see that movie. Right. Um, so
2: in lieu of the backlash and to which, yeah, he has said no way.
0: Yeah. They're now receiving backlash because they are officially scrambling to search for a director for their black Superman And the Internet has exploded because of this, Uh, which, by the way, I just want to point out. It's really funny because I I, I mentioned earlier in the Marvel Phase 4 stuff that they're still looking for a director for Blade, uh, the Blade movie next year. Uh, Apparently, Marvel and uh, Warner Brothers are actually competing to find, you know, a a black director (laughs) to fill that spot, which is really awkward because it's just really highlighting how few black directors that we have out there in the, in the, in the pool. Or maybe they just don't want to do a superhero movie.
2: And I bet
1: none of them are female. (laughs) Probably right. You're probably right. Maybe they don't want to do the movie though. Like, do we consider that or? I, I don't think there's a problem with doing the movie. Like, do you, do you really think Key and or Peel want to really do that movie? Like,
0: oh, you're saying the directors no. that yeah, want. I'm, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. okay, gotcha. Yeah. I, I I totally okay. see what you're saying. Um,
1: I, I don't think yeah, there's a exactly. shortage. I, I'm not going to see Reggie Hudland uh, doing <laughs> a, a Superman movie, or Robert uh, well, Townsend or anything like. like well, that. well, just like this, this whole media you know
2: Tyler Perry like, Superman yeah this well this whole spectacle is just bringing
0: to light a lot of problems with the studios in general right is that they do a lot of things because they think they're they're on paper they're the right thing to do yeah but they don't really pay attention to you know Jeff Goldblum in in Jurassic Park that's you know like just because you can doesn't mean you should and I'm not yeah. saying they shouldn't make this movie I'm saying they should be thinking about the reasons why they're doing it before saying this is, this is the thing we got to do because, because Marvel's doing all these things, you know? Um, And it just goes to show like, which is really funny because you know, I mentioned when we were talking about blade last week that it's so awkward that blade are those first three blade movies are Warner brothers movies because they were scrambling to find like a black character to develop into a franchise. Like that's, what are you guys doing? Like, I don't, I don't
1: understand. I never understand what
0: Warner brothers is doing all the time.
1: Warner brothers doesn't understand what Warner brothers is doing all yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I, I don't, it, it's funny watching Marvel uh, have success with like Falcon and the winter soldier, which is, you know, high, highlights uh, racial inequalities. Like we've talked about. And then all of a sudden, like uh, Warner brothers are like, Oh, we're, we're going to make a black Superman.
2: But they, like, you know, they took their time and they saw the opportunity and they had the comic Backup. I mean, the I mean the bigger risk was when they did Black Panther, and that really worked. And but they also didn't rush to then make you know the next three movies all minority focused and, and such. It's like make good movies, include diverse stories, think about that. But if you start off with we're gonna make the most diverse movie we possibly can. And before we even have a story or an idea or a director or an actor, this right. is why they're running into those troubles.
1: We're saying yeah, Black Panther is know. the most diverse movie you possibly can make? No. Or, okay.
2: Or, or you're I, saying
1: that – I'm not baiting you, Frank. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> are, are, I am saying wait. that it is a diverse movie. You, you did say make a good movie first though, right? Yes. Oh, and two of us – now, now he's baiting
2: Now baiting you. us. Two of us on this podcast think that Black Panther is a good movie. so That's,
1: that's a shame. That's a, That's a shame. It's an all right movie. It's got a great villain.
0: This is why I wanted to have a softball for the question of the week this week, guys. Because I was worried. <laughs> but we do have a comment, and I just want to check. What? Yep, there it is. That's exactly what I was thinking. Which is, how <laughs> Soda just said, "What is happening right now?" I'll tell you what's happening right now. We're switching subjects because
1: Frank's yes. turned into troll mode. I would love to watch a Black <laughs> Superman movie. I, you know, why? Because I, I don't, I don't, I don't care about Superman's race. Like honestly, I want to see Superman being super. A superman. that's that's what I want to see. I want to see him saving people. I wanna see him flying. I want to see him shooting little lasers out of his eyes. I want to see him upholding uh Ameri- I guess uh truth, justice, and the American way. All right. Yeah,
2: that has been dropped. But. That, that, that's,
1: the, <laughs> yeah. that's the gray area. But yeah. I, I wanna see it's a bird, it's a plane. I wanna see I wanna see Superman. And I, I don't think just because he's black that would exclude him from uh being Superman agreed yeah we've had we've had this conversation before dennis about um mj when they when they potentially uh thought about casting a uh, person of color as mj in in the newer spider-man movies and we're like yeah yeah that's fine whatever what does she have to be she has to be beautiful and she has to be peter's love interest right I, i would like her to like have some red hair at some point but I don't. We we <laughs> uh, said that we did say that, but I mean she she kind of does have red hair in like certain lighting. I think I think it's the lighting. No, uh,
0: but I'm also I'm also I'm also annoyed okay. at her at her yeah. because they weren't willing to commit. So she's actually named Michelle. Because you know, that's, that's what I was about
2: to say. She's I not MJ. Say, she's a different a, character. She's a great love interest, but she's not Mary Jane Watson.
1: But but, yeah. but it's that's, a different that, character. But that—that's because of the the rights between uh, Spider-Man. That's not because of that's from the rights of Sony because they weren't allowed to use like uh, the Osbournes initially. They weren't allowed to use the Osbournes. They weren't allowed to use MJ. They weren't allowed to use uh, a couple other people.
2: Okay, uh, a nod then, to Cow soda because the Zendaya plus Tom Holland lip sync battle anniversary is amazing. And it <laughs> is—it is, it is, it is today, and it's
0: quite—it's quite trending on on uh, social media right now. But okay. I really do want to get to, since we mentioned Tom <laughs> Holland and stuff, I do want to get to that, you know, the subject that we have. But yeah. really quick, before we go, uh, be, we switch over to Spider-Man 3. Let's, uh, let's just throw out our question of the week. I think it's a short one, really quick. Cool.
1: A word from our uh, sponsor, uh, Yo Magic.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's not that. Uh, the question of the week is, who is your favorite obscure Marvel character and why? I will start just to make this easier to give you guys time to answer this question. Uh, I love Stiltman. man. Uh, I, I was introduced to him. I don't know when in my youth, but I was really introduced to him in uh, Frank Miller's daredevil run. Uh, when, when uh, he, the character was replaced by Turk, um, who is this character that, that daredevil just abuses throughout the whole story. Uh, for like a year or two, like two or two two years run. Uh just he's the guy that gets gives Daredevil all the information on the low lives in in the in Hell's Kitchen. And one day Turk decides he's had enough of getting beat up by Daredevil. So he goes and steals Stiltman's suit and he goes out and becomes the new Stiltman and it is the stupidest thing ever and i love it because like his whole gimmick is he just makes his legs grow really tall like that's it that's it that's you can't hide you can't do anything with that power except see over people i guess that's pretty good Um, and it just amuses the crap out of me i love him so uh frank do you want to go next who's yours
1: shoot man you know i don't know I, there's so many obscure characters that i like uh all right then clark's gonna go i, I think clark. obama from uh, amazing spider-man 583 that's a good one i don't know that's how a, obscure obama is that's a great obscure character no one's no one's heard of that guy uh I, i'm sorry I'll, I'll answer for reals go ahead go ahead uh clark go first sleepwalker oh what <laughs> sleepwalker that's a, <laughs> that's a pretty that's good a one fantastic one <laughs>
2: that's uh, I, I thought back to my my early uh uh reading days and spider-man had a team up with the hulk and sleepwalker and uh ghost rider and stuff and sleepwalker is a character who can only come out when the human that he's bonded to is asleep so the guy has the human has to nap for sleepwalker to come out and he's got super strength and he can fly and like all these abilities. But if the alarm goes off, he literally fades right in the middle of battle. And it's just ridiculous.
0: It is quite ridiculous. <laughs> I remember Sleepwalker quite well. That's a good pick. I like that one. That's a good one. Frank? Uh,
1: probably, I want to say Dance Macabre, if you've never heard of that character. It's another, uh, I think it's a Marvel team-up villain. Um, but they have like mystical abilities, and she has like a uh, sindel hair. Um, but she, I think she fought Spider Man and like made him dance and stuff. Good, good stuff.
0: That's that's pretty deep cut there. That's pretty good.
1: Dance I'm, impressed.
0: I'm not, I'm not super impressed because I know that's your whole thing. But, uh, <laughs> but I definitely don't know Dance Macabre. So,
2: also one of my favorite classical music compositions by Camille Saint-Saens: <laughs> Macabre, Dance Macabre. <laughs> nice. dance yeah. macabre that was
0: good all right i think it's time we've kept people waiting long enough all those people who are ravenous to get the latest in (laughs) spider-man 3
1: all uh, all those
0: news no there's there's multiple people i'm hitting the button here we go guys all right we are revisiting spider-man 3 that is what we, as a group, chose. Uh, just so you know, for everybody who uh, is curious, in case we we forget to get there later next week, we will be looking at Ghost Rider: Spirits of Vengeance. Uh, that is that is we're just torturing ourselves with with uh, tr- sequels to old school movies. Uh, but today we chose, or for this week, we chose Spider-Man three. That is the 2007 movie directed by Sam Raimi. It's the conclusion of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. Um, I had, I had an interesting time watching this. Uh, but I know there's a lot of people, uh, that may not remember everything. So we kind of put together a little, a little slideshow presentation slash recap to go with, uh, with this so i'm going to attempt to go through this while clark you're in charge of the buttons um here's the recap for everybody who has forgotten spider-man
1: 3. No, not doing it,
0: <laughs> <laughs> everything is coming up peter he is killing it at school he's clark's going to be doing the buttons right
2: and uh go to the
0: yeah recaps. okay cool <laughs> He's dating Mary Jane, who's the star of a new Broadway show. Uh, they enjoy web hammock picnics in the park where weird alien goo falls from the sky and stows away on his motorbike. But that's probably nothing. Uh, what's important is that Aunt May gives him a ring to propose with to MJ with. And to top it off, all of New York loves Spider-Man. Well, except maybe his best friend, Harry, uh, blaming Peter for his dad's death. He attacks him as the new goblin, only to sustain head trauma and amnesia, causing him to forget all of his troubles. So I guess that means everything is coming up, Peter. Um, Enter escape convict Flint Marco, currently on the run from the police. After visiting his sick daughter, he ducks into a particle accelerator experiment like you do, turns into Sandman, goes on a crime spree, and even gives Spidey a whoopin'. Uh, don't worry though. Peter shakes off the sand quite literally and switches back to happy mode. See, the city is honoring him for saving aspiring model, Gwen Stacy from a crane accident. Uh, she's also apparently his lab partner. Uh, it's just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of weird coincidence going on with Gwen. Uh, but it's not because they know each other. It's not awkward at all when they decide to kiss for show at the ceremony. Wait, I mean, actually, it's super awkward because MJ exists and is there in in person to support Peter, even though she just got fired for sucking at Broadway. Uh, Also, Gwen's dad, the police captain, is probably there and he just got done meeting her boyfriend, Eddie Brock. Mm -hmm. Coincidentally, Eddie is gunning for the new staff photographer spot at the Daily Bugle putting him in direct competition with Peter who suddenly wants the position since learning of it five seconds ago. Uh, Things start getting rough for Peter when his proposal blows up in his face. The alien in his bedroom forms a symbiotic attachment with him, increasing his aggression. Uh, Captain Stacy informs him that Flint Marco actually killed uncle Ben. And Harry gets his memory back and forces MJ to dump Peter. Um, Anyways, uh, I guess, you know, jerk or black Spider-Man, whichever one you want to call him, pisses off a lot of people. But in particular, Eddie Brock, who goes to church to pray that God kills Peter, because that's, I
1: guess, what you do. That's Old Testament shit right there. (laughs) I guess. uh,
0: Luckily for him, Peter's up in the bell tower ditching his evil suit which jumps onto eddie giving him peter's powers and knowledge uh i guess they say the lord works in mysterious ways right so uh this new character venom and sandman stage a boss battle using mj as bait with the help of faithful background man servant bernard peter is able to squash his beef with harry in order to defeat the villains through the power of teamwork. MJ is saved. Harry and Eddie die, though. So not a complete victory. Uh, as a consolation, we learn Flint killed Uncle Ben by accident. So I guess that's OK, right? Um, and yeah, the end. That's pretty much the end
1: of that movie. My, my only criticism uh, was that it's it's person of color, Spider-Man. Now you got to <laughs> you got to get with the
0: with the times. Thanks. What do you guys think of that uh, Of that nice little recap? Did I miss a lot there other than Person of Color Spider-Man?
1: Yeah. No, that was a good recap. <laughs> uh, I, I think the other thing that we can say is that MJ exists, but only when Bryce Dallas Howard isn't on screen. Because then she doesn't exist. Then she's got camouflage, like weird active camo. Dude.
0: Gee, Bryce Dallas Howard is in so many scenes of that movie. It is Ridiculous. I kind of started thinking she was Mephisto.
2: (laughs) Yep. And then, of course, there's the fun part of where Bryce Dallas Howard is a redhead who had to dye her hair blonde to play (laughs) the blonde Gwen Stacy. Uh, And then uh, Kirsten Dunst, Dunst, who is blonde, had to dye her red to play MJ.
1: I would not have minded at all if uh, they were switched. That would have been amazing. I want to see that. I want to peer into that world. My viewfinder.
0: Do you think? Do you think Bryce Dallas would have been a better Gwen Stacy?
1: No, 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 no. I'm saying, uh, or I mean, I mean, uh, Mary Jane <laughs> is what I mean. Yes, but in the, in this world in my viewfinder, um, Gwen Stacy does die after a couple of movies, and then uh, you know, uh, what's her na- uh, what's her name's just Bryce Dallas Howard swoops in, and actually she goes past uh, Spider Man, and she goes for this new character named Frank, who sits. <laughs> who's also uh, Peter Parker's lab partner and uh, they have lots of babies. It mostly focuses on them making the babies. Um, so I've got a letterbox review pulled up. I'm going to read the first letterbox review of Spider-Man three. Okay. This film reminds me of that fat dead guy in seven. You know, the one who gets force fed so much food that his stomach bursts. Yeah. This film is exactly that.
0: The gluttony guy.
1: Yeah. The gluttony guy. <laughs> um, do you agree with that? I do agree that it is jam packed.
2: I, I would uh, say, until Amazing Spider Man 2 took the gluttony <laughs> thing and made it even worse. So, yes. uh, they, uh, there's absolutely this was overstuffed and mostly because of studio requirements. You know, Avi Arad rec- saying, You're putting Venom in because he's the most popular character right now. And Sam Raimi didn't like them. Sam Raimi does, you know, he's old school Spider-Man. Uh, and so he had to shoehorn him in and then he eventually started liking him a little later. But yeah.
1: Ben
0: Kingsley was cut as the vulture.
1: Yeah. I also read that um, uh, Malkovich was in the running to play the vulture also Yeah, at, at a point. And I thought that would have been cool too. I, I I wouldn't mind it either actually. Yeah. You know
2: at at the time they thought they were going to go on and do Spider-Man 4, 5 and 6 and so Raimi did have plans for future
0: I would stuff. hope so just based on the Lizard mm-hmm. alone just yeah. the the fact that that poor man is in three movies with it with one arm like uh-huh. the actor has two arms and they required that actor to play somebody with one they,
2: arm They three movies they would have so Billy D Williams sim and recast when it was time for him to be the uh
1: the main villain they they do have the storyboards of billy d williams with the two-face outfit mm-hmm. so like somebody wanted him as two-face at one point probably it was probably billy d that drew those and <laughs> yes put, the, put yes. those on his on his desk um yes he drew them all but the, and what's funny is that in for spider-man 4 if you re- read that leaked circulated script i don't know how how much you believe that but um the Lizard wasn't even in that one either. So he would have gone four yeah. movies oh, without man, being the Lizard.
0: That, yeah, that's unfortunate. I felt like the the character playing Kurt Connors was just like that guy in, in every sitcom where you just go there to get help from him. Because yeah. he's like the easy exposition, right? He's yeah. like the easy way to explain that the symbiote is, uh, you know, potentially bad. Yep. Even, even, because apparently as a storyteller, he couldn't just do that.
1: And he's, he's colleagues with Doc Ock in the second one too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he but, he's just kind of like, he, you you were talking about the, the degrees of people from Peter Parker and he was like in the mix right there.
2: Yeah.
0: Gwen's yeah. in his class.
1: Every, <laughs>
0: everybody in this movie at the beginning of the movie is no more than two degrees of separation away from Peter Parker. Yeah. By the end of it, they're all one degree. Like he, he mm-hmm. just knows them all. He knows yeah. the only actors that, Peter never encounters in this movie are uh Sandman's family.
1: Does he encounter Bernard Hausman? Yeah. Yeah. Does he?
0: Yeah. He sees Bernard, he's there like okay. in a, in a scene with Peter. It's too much. It's too much. Like it's way too much Toby. And on top of that this is back in the day and by I say back in the day like 1 year before Iron Man and The Dark Knight came out. This is back when actors felt they needed to have their face shown
2: a bunch, even if they're wearing oh, Spider-Man's mask. I'm getting into that later. You want to get yeah. into that now? Yeah, but that's, uh, that's one of my that, big points. That is,
1: that is the best scene in this movie, hands down. Like, that that opening fight scene with him and the Goblin, that's amazing. That's an amazing fight scene in yes. any of these. Oh, movies.
0: I wasn't even referring to that one. I no, was no, I know, I know. Him. But I'm saying, I was like, I was referring to the convenient tearing on his mask that always happens. So that, that happens in all three space. movies. Yes.
1: but yes. Yeah. So, so it, it's kind of unfair to to bring it up in this movie. You can oh, bring no, it up no. all you want. I, I no, don't it, care. What bring it's up, a problem with
0: all three of them. I have. Yeah, it's it, 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 it's it's, it's just
1: a, it's just a sign of the times. People like uh, yeah. Hugo yeah, yeah, Weaving. Yeah. Hugo Weaving was amazing because he never showed his face as V. Um, or Carl Urban. Carl Urban played V. No, in Judge Dread. Dread. Oh yeah, he didn't, that's right. he didn't that's right. take the helmet but, off. He but he that wasn't storm. until later, right? That wasn't until Ever. after 2010, yeah. right? yeah i'm, yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. pre pre 2010 pre 20 oh that's or fair yeah. yeah yeah um but uh but the, yeah that fight scene when when peter parker's not spider-man is awesome and i know i always say it like is, I, 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 I always want people to be suited up but i i think that that seems that scene was pretty sick it seems pretty well, cool well it, showed, well it showed the stakes it laid the stakes out immediately yeah.
0: while and we're it, on that positive note tell me what else, tell me what else you liked because i, I want to hear the
1: positive sure the end the, no, I'm kidding. No, uh-huh. no. Do you, hey, do you want, do you want me to go first? You, I was going to say, do you want me to go first? Or do you, Clark? Go I think let's let
0: Clark go first. Cause I, I, I want to, I think his list is shorter. You,
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, first off the Sandman creation scene, uh, that scene where he's bringing himself together and made of, and it learning how really well, it so holds up. And I learned that they, they actually used real sand. For for that's not CGI. They like there's not like computer generated sand. They molded sand and they did all this stuff to make it really look real. But I mean that's that's a cinematic masterpiece scene. The music, the camera angles, and the it's it's it is like a monster creation. And that's that's always been good. And the Sandman has always been by far one of my favorite parts of this. Thomas Hayden Church just nailed it he nailed that character he and I wanted exactly to see more. Like yes. He looked exactly like him. The costume was perfect. He put on 25 pounds of muscle for that. I mean, he, I will sing the praises of him in this movie forever. Uh, so, but that, that creation scene, uh, was, was fantastic. Uh, the other, another thing that I really liked, uh, that you allude to is, is, Harry's journey. Uh Cause yeah, it has come through all three films and, you know, to finally have, uh, you know, to, to finally learn the whole thing about the history of his dad, but also like the pressures that he would have and going crazy, good Harry, bad Harry. Mm -hmm. And I read the Green Goblin that I read as a kid was Harry Osborn. This is before they brought Norman back. And so it was all these stories of Harry and, and it was so traumatizing for Peter because here's his best friend who's also one of his worst enemies. And I think this handled that well, just like you were saying, Frank, that first fight was amazing. Going into my last one, the special effects in this were top notch. I mean, those fight scenes where Spidey is is flinging through debris and, and uh, the crane scene where he's, he's webbing things out of the way and everything just the special effects in this film were were stunning, and still really held up. So I I really enjoyed uh, the action scenes, and then those those parts uh, definitely in the rewatch.
0: There's a little weirdness on the blending of them, but yeah, I get that's you know that's Father Time showing. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but uh, other than that, I, I would have to agree that I, I was I was most happy watching all the Spider-Man action and uh like you were mentioning watching harry uh and peter be bad um for me like harry so just to be clear james franco i never watched freaking freaks and geeks before spider-man uh Mm -hmm. one two or three i watched it later in life like in the 2012s or something like that 12 or 13 um wow that's that's way later yeah it's way later i watched it on like hulu or netflix or something like that uh so this was actually my first introduction to James Franco, but I knew a lot of people were excited about James Franco back in the day for being in the movies. And like, I honestly felt like he was kind of like a background like character in the first two movies a lot. Like, uh, I mean, he has parts and stuff, you know, but like, he just didn't do anything in those first two movies, you know, very significantly to my recollection.
1: He grew a bit in the second one.
0: Um, Yeah. he, He grows a little bit when he finds out, you know, about his dad and stuff like that. But, um, the fulfillment of him getting to like actually, you know, have agency and and start doing things and taking action because he's angry and he has all these feelings and stuff. And then, um, man, that that pie scene is just so iconic. like <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: like I just never get tired of it. it's it's so good. Uh, but also, like seeing Peter be bad too is just—it just amuses the crap out of me. As much as I know, a lot of people in the world do not like that. I just, I, I just, I enjoy every moment. I, of I swung
2: around to it a little more in this, especially when when he hits MJ. And then I was like, you know what? This really showed how much Venom was bringing out his his bad side. And because like, you
0: want to believe that Peter would never do that,
2: right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, this time, this watch, I was more on board for that part.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just because you wanted to see Kirsten Dunst take a wallop. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it was? No. No. But I know you were talking to me
0: about that earlier today, Frank, how, how that part still feels wrong to you. But I think that's kind of the beauty of it, is that it does feel wrong to you, right? Like that it, it, sure. it that's, that's exactly the, 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 the desired result is that that was, that was a line crossed.
1: Um, so I like that. It's kind of hard to come back from that line. Um, that kind of goes into all the things that I like about it. Do you want me to start with that? Or did you guys have more that you want to No, you can, you can go for it. Tell us what you like. Um, a lot of the things is that it it did feel like a trilogy, like every, pretty much every, every thread kind of wrapped up. Um, they kind of, you know, said goodbye to uncle Ben for the last time. Um, that guy, he never, he never stopped showing up after he died. Well, that was was his last film
2: too. and it was Robertson? robertson robertson died died after this film so
1: yeah Mm. that's a kind of a sad (laughs) sad, sorry sorry. well no i i love i love i I love spider-man 3 that's one of my it's not my favorite spider-man it's probably like my fifth favorite spider-man movie now but like (laughs) i mean for a while it was like my second favorite spider-man like i liked i liked the second one i liked the third one i thought those were really good because they rounded out the characters everyone got an arc uh completed uh and even mj like mj who um a lot of people are talk about how she's like the the ultimate like uh wish fulfillment kind of uh fantasy character um she had an arc i mean uh they they showed a little bit of her abuse and like how she kind of latched onto peter and his loving and and nurturing nature Mm -hmm. his good nature where she's come from like a house of like violence where she's getting yelled at all the time and getting told that she's no good and stuff like that. And uh, I thought, I thought it wrapped up her arc neatly. And even within the, uh, just the movie itself, if you just watch Spider-Man three in a vacuum, it wraps up her arc neatly because she has a wish that she wants to be seen on stage by the, by, you know, the person that she loves. And uh, she gets that, she gets that at the end, like Peter's watching her on stage singing. Um, It's not, probably it's probably not the stage that she envisioned, but I mean, their, their love and, and their journey hasn't been what she envisioned either. And it yeah. works. It works for the movie. But I,
0: uh, I, I also like what where you're leading into is like, it doesn't end the way she thought it would. Right. But like, mm-hmm. like the ending itself is not the happy ending that I think moviegoers want, that's but it. it's an end. It's an ending. It's a real mm-hmm. ending. though You know, so
1: that too. And that, that's a lot because of like, kind of one of the central themes that I really liked about it is that all the good guys in them, all the good guys in the movie aren't so good and all the bad guys in the movie aren't so bad. It's like uh, it's kind of like a give and take, like everything's like a yin yang. It's like the, the, the white swirly with the black dot and the black swirly with the white dot. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, it's really interesting to, to see that play out in a time where, um, movies to this is 2007, this is pre, pre Iron Man. Like you said, pre dark night. Um, it's interesting to see a high-budget comic book movie at that time try to tackle a subject like that. Sure, they, 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 not, they didn't nail every single point 100% accurately, but like, I appreciate that theme for its time. And, and looking back, I still appreciate that theme. Uh, looking back, it, it, it's probably a little harder to watch only because um, other movies have done it a lot better. Like they've tackled that theme a lot better. Just
2: a little bit of trivia to go off that comment. And this is just a trivia point that I thought I just liked the Russian translation of the title of this, of the film was Spider-Man three enemy in the reflection, Ooh, which I really, and it's very much like you just said how, you know, the everybody's enemy was in the mirror looking and, and, and you saw that with Harry, you Mm -hmm. saw that with MJ, you saw that with Peter, you saw that with everybody. Uh, and I, I, I saw that and I'm like, that is a really good title.
1: Yeah. And that's also part of the theme that that I was getting to too. Like Eddie Brock is like a dark mirror version of Peter. Like I understand like comic book accuracy would have been like, he could bench like 600 pounds before he got the suit. You know, he like, he was already strong before beforehand. And, uh, but this one chose to make it, make him like, be like Peter but he didn't have the benefit of an Aunt May or an Uncle Ben, um, so he kind of took a took a different path. It's like a Peter that kind of veered off, and that's why he and Venom bonded so well together because their mutual dislike for Peter. Yeah. Um, and it was it was a really interesting take on the character. I thought um, I still got more positives, but I know you you it looked like you wanted to say something, Dennis. Oh, I I w- if you still got more positives, it's cool. I, I was Plums about more. to go. I was about to go into
0: the uh, let us get into the negatives just for for time purposes, but. Uh, I, I would like to hear some more, but um, I was going to agree with what with, with Clark was saying is like the whole the whole thing with how Eddie was represented might not have been the way we wanted it to be. But on paper, on paper, as a script, it really does look like everything was, you know, would have been great, like everything on paper, like that they did in this movie sh- could have worked uh it's just certain ways that it was executed
1: just kind of made
0: things weird for us you know what i mean okay. so like let,
1: let, let yeah. me jam through my positives and then we can get yeah. to the negatives um c- because because i do have negatives i i i re- realize that it's not a, it's not a bad movie it's it's more it's closer to a guilty pleasure for me but i think the, the other positives real quick are the action the action sequences were pretty good like it, it, it showed like the disparity of Spider-Man just get Spider-Man gets beat up in the comic books all the time. Spider-Man and Daredevil probably get beat up more than any other superhero. And it shows him like totally, you know, taking a whooping and usually someone someone kind of helps him out at the end. Like Spider Man is always getting help. And and that that's been something that that's shown in the movies. For the um, record, the, there's been five Robins. In <laughs> in in the first two movies, it was New Yorkers that helped him. E- even even the Crane Guild in the Amazing Spider Man, mm-hmm. um, helped out uh, that 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 Parker. So it was really cool to see him get help. He takes a beating. He needs help. He gets the help. It's it's really cool. It's cool to see people kind of giving back to to the hero that gave to them. And then uh, the effects were amazing uh, for the for their time. I'll admit, like you said, the Sandman sequence. Um, The symbiote sequence, the symbiotes look cool. It looked pretty cool. Like when it was like, Ooh. you know, off and then back on, it was cool. That that was neat for its time. Uh, the black suit looked great. Like I, I liked the way um, I liked the uh, pattern. Uh, I like the way, uh, you know, okay. 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 Uh, uh, subjectively. That was great. Um, yeah. Bruce Campbell is always good. Bruce Campbell's pretty much good in everything. He choose scenery. Um, like I love crazy. that. He was helpful
2: in this one. The first two, <laughs> he, was. he he was like, you know, <laughs> he was like, a, yeah. But then this one, he was totally on Peter's side. And I'm like, that was a fun little twist. I'm Yo, sorry, right?
0: though, but like no French restaurant requires you to speak French in America.
1: No. OK, yeah. like yeah, that's yeah.
0: like I found him to be quite annoying at the beginning. But yes, he came, I came around.
1: And then uh, uh, aside from that, um, uh, JJ, J. Jonah Jameson, oh, always great. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I
0: felt like he was underutilized in this movie this like uh, more than any of them. Yeah, Th-
1: that, that'll go into my uh, my negatives. My yeah. yeah. Like we talked about a little earlier like, when I
0: was putting together that the, that whole slide thing. Um, I was bummed because I didn't get a picture of him, but like he doesn't really fit in the movie like the way everybody else does. You know what I mean? Like he's kind of just there in the peripheral, you know, like he he serves this weird subplot where. Uh, You know, they're both competing for a job that's honestly never really resolved other than uh, Peter finds out that Eddie's a fraud. Like, I don't know why that needed to happen. I don't know why Eddie had to be a fraud
1: to to get him fired, I guess. But also that that is
2: the comic origin of Venom.
1: But but it's also the show show how he's bad, how he took took a bad turn. He took a quick and easy path. And Eddie
2: had to be humiliated and lose his job. And that's why he hates Spider-Man
0: yeah i understand i understand you know that you can hate somebody for taking the job that you got right without without being totally evil too but you know it's fine i'm okay with him being a bad guy teeter also
1: can't have good things happening to him not too many good things but uh let's switch over to the
0: negatives uh, starting with a question that ricky asked which is thoughts on bryce dallas howard uh that's that goes in the negative pile for me um This character added nothing to this movie. Like, I just I hated her the entire time. I just, I I feel like she had to have signed some sort of devil's pact to be in as many scenes as she was in this movie. And to be as as important as she was in so many scenes. It just made no sense. And like, and like she, if she if she is dating Eddie. Why? Why are you kissing Spider Man in front of
1: everybody? She, <laughs> like she made it pretty clear that she she wasn't really invested in that relationship. That, or at least I as much so. as he she was. She did
0: dump him as soon as he lost his job, which
1: makes her an awful human being too. You know what I mean? No, that that sucks. I hate when people don't have jobs. When my partner doesn't have a job, it sucks. Yeah, but you don't dump them. You I'm don't sure. dump them. Yeah, I don't dump them, or my
0: wife doesn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, no, I I just I I found her completely unlikable through the whole movie. Like there was just nothing about her. Like, and, and the way Peter regarded her too was like, mm-hmm. oh, she's not very good. She's not, I mean, the beginning of the movie showed she was pretty good. So was, like,
2: she's you, just a girl in my class. Yeah.
1: Why mm-hmm. are you dumping on her, Peter? I don't know. And then I, like, I no Olga, Olga got a better, uh, she, she got a better part in the movie than, than, than yeah. Mary Jane did.
0: And how long did it take her to realize that dancing in front of Mary Jane might not have been the best move like ever, you know, just uh, uh, so that's your answer, Ricky. Thanks for tuning in. And she's not as bright as Emma stone.
2: I'm going to agree with you. The the whole, yeah. I mean, the whole Stacy's didn't need to be in here. No, I mean, none of that needed to be in that was again, just padding the movie with, with more characters and, uh, and it weren't necessary.
0: They, they, those
1: two were two of the least necessary characters in the entire movie. Yeah. I'm pretty sure your negatives are going to line up with mine because I, I agree. I, I wrote on my paper stuffed because that movie is stuffed, stuffed full of things that didn't have to be there. Yeah, uh, I
0: will say because you were mentioning how much you love that Venom suit or no, say the, the black suit. Yeah. I hated the fact that they couldn't just find a way to incorporate any white into it at all. Just yes. any bit of white, just white eyes like white. I'm fine with it. White. I want to
2: see the pre-production designs that I, they, I know they had to try. I yeah. want, I really wish they had an art book because now I love collecting art books because of exactly these questions. Sure, I would yeah. love to see the, all the different takes they had on Venom, they had to have tried it with white. Yeah, I, miss yeah. It. I the strike, I,
0: the, striking, simplic- the striking simplicity of the costume from the comics is that it's black and white. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's like it's not black. It's not just black. It's 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 in the comics it's a lot of white too, you know what I mean? So, it's
2: um, a big white spider.
0: It's a big white spider that wraps around both sides of him and his eyes are huge or small depending on where who's drawing him. But um, I'm, I'm I, cool with it.
1: I'm cool with it because I think if uh if it were in the Amazing Spider-Man universe, then I would want a white, big white symbol on it. Uh, because of this universe, like I'm, I'm fine with it being a mirror. Because, like, like Clark had said, the Russian title, and uh, because of all the parallels in the movie with people's origins, um, I'm fine with it just being a dark parallel. But that is,
0: white. but that is a, that's a negative though. It's a negative reflection, right? Is if you take all the red and make it black, and then you take all the black and make it white, then what do you do with the blue. You make it black. Okay. Yeah. That
1: falls apart. That just fell apart right now.
0: Well, it doesn't have to fall apart. You make the blue white if you want. I don't know.
1: Like, I, I, think, I, it's, my, I, I think it's fine. Uh, I personally think it's fine. It's It's fine to, to disagree. Um, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't have to be exactly comic accurate. In my opinion. Well, the, I
0: mean, the, the, the goblin wasn't to
1: begin with. No, none They're, of the goblins like, were comic accurate.
0: Spider-Man's not comic accurate either. Spider-Man's this not is, comic yeah, accurate. Yeah.
1: So it, I, I don't see the only one. The only person in the movie that was comic accurate was yeah. Sandman, I think. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And <Aunt May, laughs> yeah, Rosemary Harris. Was, Venom has white eyes.
0: Yeah. Does he have yeah. a white spider? Venom nope. <pad> has white eyes. I'm just but saying, he doesn't have a Lil white spider. X- X- he's got crazy. but he's got but he's got white.
1: He's so he's not comic accurate then, right?
0: No, but he's more comic accurate than Peter when he's wearing the black. Yeah, sea. but
1: what we're saying is no one in this movie is comic accurate except for Rosemary Harrison Sandman. <laughs> that's it. So why are you why are you putting uh an expectation on everyone? I just wanted more color, is what
0: I'm saying. I just a little bit more color.
1: and, and like that's fine, carry. but yeah. It's like,
0: not. I'm not asking it to be comic accurate. I never said that. I said I wanted white. I wanted some white there, like white eyes. You know, like even even Tom Hardy's Venom looks better than than this Venom. Uh, sure? I don't. I don't love it because it's missing something really huge on it. But uh, what's, but what's missing? it's missing a big white spider on the chest. It's
1: missing but. a lobster tank that he can jump into. Yes. Uh but anyways, you guys
0: you guys go with your negatives cuz I, I don't have as many as you would think.
2: Go for it. Go Clark. Clark. Okay. Uh so I'm going to get back to the masks part. No, we we had sort of talked about how uh yes. This probably was agent run, but like every time somebody talks, they have to take the mask off. And like there's the there's the convenient blowing off half the mask that happened in all the movies. There's that. But then there's the I need to say a line, say a line, then put the mask back on. Got to go. And then, and, and like when he swings up for the Spider-Man day from the angle that he's supposed to be coming in and he has his mask off just so everyone can see the big smile on his face. I'm like, what you really think there's not a single camera that's already pointed in the direction Spider-Man's going to supposedly swinging in I never know saw a single
0: cell phone in that entire movie. No, nope. yeah, they, they didn't have cell phones in that universe in 2007. D- different yeah. universe, mm-hmm. they were using and, rotary payphones, yeah, rotary payphones.
1: <laughs> like, he, actually, he, wait, uh, no, Mary Jane has a cell phone. Oh, she does, she does, yeah. So, oh, so you're does uh, right. you're actually, right. uh, so does mm-hmm. Harry, yeah, I think about it, yeah, you know, okay. yeah, Peter's right. the super thing, right. but you know, he, he can't afford a cell phone, he, it's
2: even, even with Venom when when he's talking with sandman he did like one line and then it went back to have topher grace's face and then back and and then when he speaks you know it was i it wasn't the we but i'm fine with that you know uh but it, it just in this movie i it just really really noticed that anytime there was dialogue they took the mask off and and Amazing Spider-Man sort of did that too, but that's one of the things that I love about the Tom Holland Spider-Man is that they were able, because they already had the, um, the pre, or they already had the Iron Man concept of talking inside a helmet and having someone to talk to. So by having, uh, what's the name of his AI in the first one? Karen. 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 So by having Karen to talk to, like it allowed him to kind of talk, keep them out. I love that. Um, Mm -hmm. But so, so that was one of the things. And then I know, yes, that was because the agents want their, their actors to have their faces shown, but it still annoyed me because it was, they, they took it to way too many degrees. Uh, The other is Topher Grace casting. Now I'm saying this as different from skinny guy Venom casting, because as, as we, we learned, yes, they were trying to do the, the mirror of Peter. So in the original comics, the Venom symbiote is, Part of the storyline is that it directly enhances proportionally the strength of the host, which is why Eddie is the super bodybuilder and that's how he gets stronger. I'll let that slide now. Back back when I first saw it, I didn't let that slide. I will now let that slide now. But I still have a problem with Topher Grace in the, in the casting. You know, he just he doesn't. He doesn't do it. it
1: it'll uh, work for some people and it, it, it won't work for others. But I, um, yeah. I, I
2: actually but, but, totally do not mind
0: Topher Grace. I mind his freaking teeth.
1: Like, <laughs> Why does he have like Wolverine? I don't like, know pain. why he's got yeah.
0: jacked up teeth after after the Venom bonds with him. Like it didn't do any of that to Peter. Like it just mm-hmm. – yeah, I just – I mind ex- aesthetic choices with him. But I, I don't think he was directed badly and I don't think – I think his cheese fits in line with a lot of the cheese that Sam Raimi delivers throughout that whole movie. Yeah. So yeah, there's a
1: lot of cheese, a lot of cheese. That, Sam, yeah. that's Sam Raimi though. That's yes. how yeah. yes. the yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I honestly think for being, for having to deal with a crappy character that he was handed, that he didn't want to deal with. I generally, I generally hate Venom as, as a character. <laughs> um, so if, if you're handed it and it said, you got to make this fit in the story. Uh, there are ways it could have been better, but like I, I don't really hate.
2: I mean, I, I feel bad it. that he left that seventy show for this movie, and then his movie career didn't go anywhere because this <laughs> he was sucked. in this
1: movie. Yeah, because
2: <laughs> he was in this movie. It's, he this left. His still made a lot of show. money.
1: He's in oh, traffic.
2: It, it, this movie was the highest grossing Spider-Man until Far From Home. Until yeah, no,
0: no, it was Sony's oh, no, no, it was Sony's highest grossing movie until
2: Skyfall. Yeah, it was 895 million, uh, worldwide that it made.
1: Yeah, it just was critically or not critically, but uh, it not that amazing? Kind of panned it,
2: the the fans panned it, and even though it was their most successful, Mm -hmm. it, it killed the Spider Man 4, 5, and 6. I mean, that that died for creative reasons and, and such, but yeah,
1: uh, yeah. Toby McGuire now works at Arby's and yeah. uh, he'll never make another movie. Do you guys think that Toby looks like a young Sam Raimi? <laughs> I didn't until you pointed it out earlier.
2: Gosh, <laughs> I can kind of see that. He does.
0: I, like I, I, the only reason I noticed it is because Sam Raimi squeezed in so many Raimis into that movie. There All are three multiple Raimis. Raimi yeah. children. Yeah, oh And the
2: kids. Yeah. There's
0: multiple Raimi children in that movie And I started noticing their facial features, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. they kind of look like they could be Toby's kids, too. And then I started (laughs) thinking about it, I'm like, hey, he does look like Toby. And
1: then you're all like, wait, Toby's never had sex. Yeah. And that's when you pieced it together.
0: Oh, oh no,
1: that's Peter. That's Peter. Oh, yeah, Peter. Yeah, he's definitely never
2: never had sex. So the last uh, big one that I had was the revisiting Ben's death. I did not think that – like we were saying with connections, I don't think you had to connect – the Sandman to that, although they had to have a reason for Peter to hate the Sandman to go after him in, in dark Peter mode. But I, I didn't like that part. I, I felt that, that more great, so because it would it, have
0: been great if he accidentally killed Gwen. <laughs> <Whoops>.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: In, in, in the first act of the movie, that was yes. amazing.
2: Yeah, it was like a Casey because, Jones. Yeah, I felt that yeah. took away from the Sandman's character and, and, and from his story. And you know, which, and he had that, that story about, uh wanting to save his daughter and you know again you see his family then you never do for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Uh but that was just again part of the the, the bloat and the, the the one degree of separation from Peter. So I, I
1: I do disagree with that point, but I know I know Dennis and I have talked or talked about it today uh during our preliminary like talk about this. And um I, I do see it as a detriment because of the bloat like you mentioned. Um but I I do think it was important, especially in light of the new Spider-Man movies. Like retroactively thinking about it, I think it's important because Spider-Man didn't have a connection with his villains in the newer movies, and I I feel like it's important to have a direct connection for 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 Peter Parker and Spider-Man to both have a direct connection to his villains um, with this trilogy in particular. This trilogy is the only the only one I'm saying in particular that that it should have it. Yeah, um, be-
0: I I just kind of feel like does he need to have a connection with all three that are in the movie sure yes like absolutely can't can't he develop a connection with sandman like through the movie no can't he develop one i
1: I don't think he could i don't think he could honestly because because all of them he uh, he had a connection with them before he was spider-man he had a connection with harry and via in into harry's dad uh before he was spider-man well i guess doc ock he he was already but, Spider-Man, but but he also had a connection to them becoming that character too.
0: True. And true. in this, and in this, Sandman just like trips and falls into a freaking experiment, and that's and they're done with it.
1: Sure, and but he, he he also tripped and, and and shot some dude. And like, by the way, what exactly was the freaking
0: experiment? Because like they're just like, oh, experiment's so, done. You know, yeah. well, they were like, oh, it's probably a bird. It'll do fly wanna, away. No, do you want to stand after, up and maybe check? You know, but, or, uh, but after no? it was yeah. done, like they're just like, was it a success? Like, yeah. did you plan to turn sand into sand? Or like,
2: I love yeah. how there's not a single camera in the pit. Nope, yeah. nope. watching this guy form out of the sand
1: yeah. for but me they're, they're I not paid enough to stand up and look if there's a bird that flew in there for me
0: that that's i think the problem with with the argument that that uh, from my perspective is like i like that i, I like that peter is connected to the character but peter,
1: but peter didn't have a direct connection to norman becoming the green goblin either that was green goblin's own hubris and his humiliation with being uh, forced out of his company and losing his contracts with the military. So yeah, Peter didn't, that unless, yeah. unless no, Peter. No, didn't do that. Yeah, he just knew Norman. Yeah. He didn't do that, but like he was yeah, so, definitely so. he was
0: definitely somebody that Norman already hated before. You know, you know, he didn't like Peter before. Or do we did he or did no, he like no, Peter. No, Peter? No, no, no. It's it's reverse. It's the reverse. Sorry. He liked he liked Peter. He didn't like his own son. And I think that was
2: that was one of the best parts about the character was showing how the goblin changed him you know, to, to being someone that could do that to somebody that he loved as a son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, as you're talking about the, you know, the, the negative mirror sides, because, you know, that was, that's totally the goblin. Those scenes are the best yeah. where he's looking at himself in the
1: mirror. In the mirror. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue this point anymore. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Because you
2: lost. Because you lost. The no, argument.
0: I'm not losing. It's because I'm looking at the <laughs> clock. Uh, yeah. And I, it's not about winning or losing, Frank, because the clock the clock says you lost the argument. No, no, I I just I really don't believe that, but it's fine. Um, what I do want to ask, like before we 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 cut this show soon, is uh, based on what we've seen here with these and all the Spider Man movies and the rumors that uh, Doctor Strange and the multiverse might be in- introducing. Uh, the you know, the multiverse for real into the Spider-Man universe as well. Uh, you know, s- similar to into the Spider-Verse. Uh, there's a lot of rumors that Toby might be in the next movie. What do you, what do you guys want to see? What What is your prediction for uh, a Spider-Verse that might have Tom Holland and Toby? I know it definitely has Alfred Molina.
1: And uh, Jamie Foxx, <clears throat> right? And and, Andrew and maybe no, Andrew no, Garfield. No,
0: Andrew is not and, confirmed he, at all. He, he no. He no, actually no, said in an interview.
1: And maybe Andrew. No, no, no. Oh, well, yeah. he, he said in the interview. They asked him point blank in the interview. this week. Yeah, this yeah. week he
0: said he is not in that movie. He
1: said yes. he wasn't in there. He and could he be. A, he, he could be a liar. Yeah. Be a liar. Yeah. Sorry,
0: sorry, sorry. He said he's never been asked. Is what he said. Yeah.
1: He was really particular about his wording. He said he yes. never got a yeah. phone call. I am. I'm
2: clearly putting him in the maybe. But I mean, come on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, anyways, what
0: what do you guys think? what do you What do you want from Toby if I, you if you get one more chance with Toby in in
1: in that suit? I don't want Toby if we don't get Garfield. Like, I, I'm not even a Garfield fan, but I want them both, or I don't want them at all. I'm going to agree uh, with wow. you. Wow! Wow! Okay,
2: I'll agree with you on that. I, well, if okay. you're doing it, do it. You know, do the multiverse, and I hope they do. I really, really yep. do hope they do because it was it was fun, and you're right. How. The question is, how much of them do you want them in this movie? Because it, it can't be like the uh, it can't be like the older Peter and Miles Morales relationship that yeah. goes throughout uh, into the Spider Verse. But uh, it if you have them only for a few scenes, yeah, what's what's it going to be? And Is it going to be?
0: That's what I'm asking. you. What is the scene that would, that would pull at your heartstrings to have Toby? And if you have to have Andrew Garfield, what is this? What is the thing that would, here's
1: the scene. We have two villains, one villains getting the better, no three villains, one villains getting the better Peter, you know, he's punching Tom Holland, Tom Holland, his mask is ripping off in the, in two pieces and you can kind of see his face. And then all of a sudden two portals open and they're all like on your left, Tom Holland. And then, like, foom, foom, two Spider-Man come out, and then they just jump on the other guys. So, and so like, the sure. most superficial thing ever. The most superficial thing ever. Give give me give me everything. Give me the most superficial thing. You don't I don't want anything. I, I want to
2: him be. to swing it uh, to to tell him marry MJ before she starts falling in love with a different guy in every subsequent movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, that's better. That's actually more in line with what I was trying to get out yes. of you guys. Was like. I think if no. he comes back, I hope that he does something to embrace not only the good that the goodwill that those three movies built, but also acknowledge the bad too you know what I mean like I would love it through a joke or through through something that makes us remember and feel those six hours that we, we that we you know went on a yes. journey with him like like they can do it. I, I believe in Marvel Studios that they can make us feel, a connection okay. to, to Toby. It, I, you know,
2: I have exactly what I want now. That there you said that. I have exactly what I want. I want if they're swinging together, they're doing something. I want Tom Holland to make a joke. That's actually funny because he is an actually funny Spider-Man and have Toby go, Whoa, you're way better at that than I am because he, his, his, Spidey quips sucked. The best one suck. was from the first one was, Hey, Gobby." You know, that is a he, bad quip. I don't he know. Sucked at Spidey quips. What do you, he he was, was all
1: he, he was all like. That's a nice outfit. Did your husband make it for you? Oh, like that, Frank, that's, oh, a great, that's a great. That's a great quip. That's no, a great homophobic quip. See,
0: I, I agree with Clark. I would like I would like him to acknowledge something, no, like, like,
1: that. Like, something much, like much much like a lot of like a, a lot of passing of the torch movies or like super hyper feminist movies like. You don't need to crap on the things that came before it in order to elevate it. He's totally, he would totally be crapping on it. No, just in your, in your,
0: in your version in your head, he's crapping on it, but we're not asking him to crap. We're just saying like, uh, embrace the good with the bad, because that's the charm of those three movies, especially the third one, which is why it's so divisive, right? There's a lot of bad, there's a lot of stuff that we end up arguing about. I mean, look at this. We've been arguing about this movie for like 13 years, dude. Like, you know, like, um, it's obviously it's not a perfect movie. And and I think it's okay to acknowledge that out of, a, out of a perfect or out of a not so perfect movie, we did get a pretty damn good Spider-Man for the time. You know what I mean? Like at that time, there was nobody that we wanted more than Toby. In hindsight, I don't like Toby anymore. Like, I really don't. But you know that's an opinion that's grown over you know <laughs> with age. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would like to be reminded somehow of like why I did like Toby back then. You know, so I think they can do it. I think they can do it. And and honestly, I liked Andrew Garfield better than Toby. So
1: I think looks wise, looks wise, Andrew Garfield fit the bill better. And he I, I, sounded but, like a New Yorker. Yeah, and he sounded like a New Yorker. Sp- Spider Man doesn't have uh, blue eyes actually in the comic books. He has brown eyes he, yeah, or hazel yeah, eyes sometimes. You. So uh, yeah. he, he definitely looked the part, and he was uh, taller and lankier. He had that kind of uh, – <laughs> that Bagley kind of Spider-Man build.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm glad I could pull yes. – I could extract those answers out of you. I was try, I, it was a hard one to try and get, but I wanted yeah, to because – Yeah, we thought, had
1: to talk a little bit, and then – yeah. yeah. But, nah, I wanted, but I, it. But I, I, I just want, story. I want the superficial because we don't get the superficial nowadays. Nowadays we get these deep cuts and talks about racial inequalities mm-hmm. and female grief and stuff. Like I'm going to
2: fully agree also though. With I just Frank want, a that sp- I do swing want kick. all three of them to, to punch somebody at the same time yeah, or like yes. super web them. Yeah. I, I want, I want the superficial too. I'm going to say that as well. You know, having, uh, there's a, uh, in the horrible clone saga there's this great scene though when the two of them the are finally able saga. when the two of them are finally able to beat venom because nobody can beat two spider-men working in sync so imagine like with 3 with their spider senses all working together yep. and with their super agilities man that would be awesome to See yep. them take on somebody
1: yeah that was two seconds away. I was going to say like, yeah, it was totally awesome. And, and it was absolutely it was awesome. You are Man, my absolutely favorite correct. Movie ever.
2: <laughs> yeah. You are yeah. 100% correct. And I want to see that live action.
0: Cool. Yep. Yes. Well, we do have, I promise we do have a lot more to talk about on this and other stuff for the week. Uh, that's going to have to go in the soapbox tonight, which you can go check out at uh, patreon.com uh, slash denxmedia. But for now, we have to say goodbye. So I just want to give Clark a thanks for joining us to fill in for Ricky. I also want to thank Frank for, for bringing all the fun as well and running the, the, the news slideshows for us. Um, <laughs> Clark, do you have anything that you'd like anywhere you'd like people to find you? I know Frank never has an answer.
2: for that. Yeah, you can look for me on SoundCloud at CraneWave, C-R-A-N-E-W-A-V-E at SoundCloud.com.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, guys, we're going to head off to do the soapbox. Uh, thank you to everybody who tuned in. Thanks for the people who had questions, comments, and thanks for Ricky for showing up just to ask us about Bryce Dallas Howard because he always has to, um,
1: (laughs) uh, she
2: she was pregnant. She was when she was was filming and didn't know it
1: during my fanfic too. That's weird.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. We're taking off, uh, Thanks for tuning in to Denix Elseyer. Nuff said.